Tubals in a China Shop is brought to you by these great companies that are giving us money to let you listen to their stuff. Bullshit, Kyle. We make this show. We make this show. You and me. Tubals in a China Shop is brought to you by us. <laughs> Someone's got to pay the bills, Dan, because it's not our trading. <laughs> <laughs> All right, roll them. You are listening to an entertainment program put together by a company called Financial Ineptitude. Anything said on this show is not an endorsement or professional advice. Would you really want to tell a court of law you were suing us because you thought taking financial advice from two idiots on a podcast put out by Financial Ineptitude was a good idea? Really? Clown hats on your face. Well, hello and welcome everyone. Step on into the shop, kicking the doors open. I'm Shopkeeper Dan. With me, as always, is the inimitable Kyle, creator of FinancialNeptitude.com. How you doing today, Kyle? Uh, I'm going to have to take next week off. Oof. Just if, from everything, or are you still going to watch? Just after you said I'm always there. <laughs> Just after you said I'm always here. <laughs> <laughs> Just to prove me a liar. Just watching everything tank, except for the things I buy puts on. <laughs> How does that work? <laughs> oh, it, was a good, it was a good week for puts, too. Come on, man. Right. <laughs> oh, come on into the shop with us today, folks. Sit back, relax, hedge against the rage machine. We'd love to welcome any new listeners just joining us. We're here smashing our way and, and you know, trying to get a complete set of fine china through smash little bits, sharing those ever-growing strategies mm-hmm. for trying to maximize gains and cut those losses. If you are new to the shop and stock trading in general, you can always check out our knowledge center or resource and resource center on financialneptitude.com or give one of our beginning trading episodes a listen. We'll have all those links in the episode description. But Kyle and I recommend very highly, uh, join us on our Discord server. But we're on there every day well, well, and have a good time. We don't recommend anything. No. <laughs> <laughs> but we would love to see you there. <laughs> can, can I recommend uh, drinking enough water in a day? Is that, is that safe? Uh, no, someone might overdo it. <laughs> You gotta be careful with that. Somebody's gonna drown and blame us. I'm not getting sued, Dan. God damn it. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Hop on our Discord server, shoot us a private message with your mailing address. We'll make sure to send you uh, some smash it yourself mugs and shot glasses straight from the shop, or smashing isn't your thing. We got beer koozies now. Very excited about that. Yes, uh, we do. Yep, yep. We're really just glad everybody's here. We have a lot of friend. We have a lot of fun, and it is always better with friends. So. Thanks for joining us. You guys are great. Kyle, we got any uh, show news today? Well, uh, not really, I guess. Uh, next uh, next week, we got Rich Friesen coming up and uh, James McGuinness or McGinnis or however you say that from founder of Odd Burger. And oh, we've yes. been pretty much on a recording spree trying to get ready for this uh, end Oof. of year special. So we've talked to, I think, all but two of the guests that we're planning on having back. And whew, man, every single one of them seems to go along. This is... This is going to be a two-parter for, for sure. This is our sixth recording in two days. <laughs> Seventh. Yeah, like actually, we've got three more. Three more to do, I think. Oh, all right. Well, they've all been fun, luckily. It's really nice, though. I, yeah. And all very complimented of us, which is really a nice change of pace. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I certainly... You have a what? Why do you do that for? <laughs> right. <laughs> I certainly don't compliment you or myself enough. I know I don't. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, sit back and relax, folks. We have got an enormous, enchanting, euphoric episode today. Wait, no, that's enormous. And that's, oh, they all start with E, but it's not alliteration. That's three. We've got an elaborate, electric. Esoteric. Esoteric episode. We got an episode for you today, and it's got some adjectives. With lots of ease. Lots, lots of, of ease. Lots and lots of ease. Guarantee that. Market moving news, plenty of stocks on the radar, more options than adjectives that start with the letter E. There you go. Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed it. Is it still a callback if it happens 20 seconds later? <laughs> <laughs> Kyle, 10 seconds ago is on the phone. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, it's a callback. And, and please, please, <laughs> listeners, reach out to us. We absolutely love and adore your messages and comments on Twitter, Facebook, uh, Discord. You're old school. You can send us an email to twobulls at financialneptude.com. That's the number two 
bulls at financialineptitude.com or you can uh, dial us up on your phone. I always love that. 725-22-BULLS. Phones can still do that. They they still do that, right? Uh, maybe you got a hot stock yeah. tip. Maybe you want to tell us about a great trade you just made or... Maybe you just have a bitchin' mustache picture of yourself that you want to share with us. <laughs> send me a mustache picture. I'll send you some swag. Oh, there you go. There you go. It doesn't matter. <laughs> we just love it when you reach out. Yeah. Really enjoying my clean shaven face, Kyle. Oh, I forgot to shave mine. Oh, <laughs> just let yeah. the rest catch up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kyle, we got to talk about some bet results. Well, I know I wasn't the biggest loser of the week, but I definitely didn't beat you this week. No, not this week. <laughs> not this week. I had a, a very loose stop loss this time. I think it might have actually put me in some trouble. Uh, GE opened at 99.27, hit my stop Wednesday at 93.50 for finishing off the week at 92.77. Uh, hitting that stop loss uh, brought my total down to 559.60. Mm. Uh, if you would have made that NVIDIA pick, you might actually have been in the lead. Oh, the, the NNDM? The NNDM, yeah. The one I talked to you out. <laughs> Do, doing, some, doing some rough math in my head, if it was like a 7% gain, I, I, would, I still wouldn't have gotten it. Uh, okay, that makes me feel so much better. I, I would only be like $20 higher than I am now. I, okay. did, I did go back and do Which that. is? <laughs> okay. I, I shorted uh, PEI. Uh, it opened yep. the week at dollar uh, twenty six, closed the week at a dollar sixteen, which brought my total from four fifty three oh nine up to four ninety two fifteen. Almost break even. You definitely would have been positive if you would have went with your your initial react uh, pick. Yeah, yeah, but still, uh, with my streak these past three months, I'm I'm satisfied with only losing one and a half percent. Yeah. Well. Random user. Uh, I think we decided to give Cleveland Cliffs, yeah, from from one of our uh, uh, friends of the show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did not do so well. Uh, we decided to let it run through another week to give it a chance to redeem itself. Uh, it finished off the week at twenty twelve. It initially opened two weeks ago at twenty two twenty eight. Mm. Uh, it's now sitting at four forty thirty six. So it's not as easy as it looks, guys. <laughs> if you think you can do better, feel free to submit us one. Right, right. Buying on a Monday and selling on a Friday, or make, making your trade on a Monday and a Friday, it's a harder game than you think. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to plan it out before you can see anything else, and then having to mm-hmm. stick with those rules even when it, you can see it not happening the way you envisioned. All right, all right. Shall we move on, talk about some news? Uh, I think I'm ready. Where we are we're listening today The sharpest person with the week to replay So sit back, we got some market affairs Get some stories for the bulls and the bears Clowns running companies Laws change overnight, here we are It's time for China Shop News Yeah now, it's time for China Shop News Okay, you got any big stories for us? Yes it's December, so you know what that means, right? No, what does it mean? It means annual government shutdowns. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Tis the season. But not this year. Not this year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the government shutdown was avoided hours before the deadline today. Mm. Uh, the Senate backed the measures 69 to 28. Um, that was just approved by the House. The House got a lot less Republican support. Uh, they were trying to get rid of the federally mandated COVID vaccination for the uh, employees at large companies, but uh, the Democrats were able to, to thwart that, I suppose is the term they use here. <laughs> so passed on Thursday, the House, uh, 221 to 212. But this looks like it's still more of a stopgap. Uh, I think they probably have to be going back through the same thing again come February. So get ready for that long chain of budget yeah. reconciliation bullshit in the news wow i remember when budget stuff was boring <laughs> yeah but no shutdown this year it's a festivist miracle wait 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 so biden is backing out of the war on christmas god damn it early withdrawal oh <laughs> sorry I, seen that. <laughs> I thought it was funny <laughs> i think i thought christmas won the war <laughs> i'm pretty sure they did 
Oh, uh, well, we should uh, we should throw drugs and versus Christmas and see who wins that war. <laughs> I think drugs wins that hands down. <laughs> drugs wins every war. How do people win? They're on drugs. Oh, anyway. Uh, what do you <laughs> little, got? little off the rails. Ooh, it's been a long day. A little bit. Um, looks yeah. like uh, economists are, are starting to realize that maybe this labor shortage is permanent. Oh, I thought it was definitely not the last article you found. Yes. I mean, I don't want to use the word transitory, but... <laughs> <laughs> Please don't. The U.S. Chamber of Commerce did a poll of unemployed Americans during the pandemic that haven't gone back to work. And more mm. than half said that they're just somewhat active or not very active at all in their job search. Mm-hmm. 65% said they don't expect to return before 2022. And one third don't expect to return before April of 2022. It's only like five months, though. That's true. That's true. But 8% said they never plan to return to work. All right. Uh, so while estimates were that uh, of the 3.4 million people who left the labor force, about one and a half million were early retirees. One million were on-time retirees. But the uh, number of people self-employed, such as ourselves, has ticked up. Mm-hmm. So it uh, doesn't look like workers are scrambling to come back anytime soon with demands of, you know, people. Don't start paying them more. I bet they will. Apparently, the, the sentiment is workers want higher pay, safety measures, and benefits. Wow, that's crazy. Isn't this what led to labor unions back in the day? <laughs> right? Yeah. L- lack of pay and benefits and safety measures. That's exactly what led to labor unions. Yeah. Just didn't want to die at work. <laughs> well, that's just it too, is, is apparently the pandemic has had a lot of people realize that life's too short to work in a job they don't like. Um, yeah. I, that's the exact realization I came to. Yeah. Right. Um, so, mm-hmm. so, you know, it's going to be tough to find workers. I got to say, like, out of curiosity, I uh, I pulled open the, the the classifieds. I was I was looking at all the, the the job stuff out there in my in the Tucson labor market, mm-hmm. and it's the exact same stuff it was two years ago before the pandemic. The, the, oh, wow. the same jobs, same pay. They haven't even they, they, they have, Tucson hasn't yep. learned its lesson. Yep. Yeah, for yep. sure. <laughs> it was it, the the idea was floated to me that my my old hotel. Was wondering if I would come back, and I was like, "They'll never pay me what uh, what I want, <laughs> right?" <laughs> and go back to nights. Yeah, I can't do that for my own physical health. I, I you know, I'm, I'm a uh, morning person. Nights was killing me. It made me dyslexic. Definitely can't be trading during the. Can't be working during trading hours, though. I'm not going back to the hotel, Kyle. <laughs> oh well, what if they come up with an offer you can't refuse? If they offer to fund your account. <laughs> 50 grand right now. Come back to work. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I'm setting up my trading computer right here at the front desk. Just my arm. There you go. I'm going to tell hotel guests, hold on. I'm in the middle of a fucking futures trade. I got to wait till this closes out. <laughs> Just like George used to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I saw something that was really interesting that I want to uh, pivot to. Um, since we're rehashing old subjects. Mm. such as the labor <laughs> shortage, uh, the supply crisis. Yeah. I was looking at something that said that there's actually a major water shortage going on in China, and that's kind of exacerbating everything. Really? Like fresh water? I don't know if it's necessarily fresh water, but uh, it's got to be. Because uh, you can use, probably could use different kinds of water and power generation, right? But that's where a lot of it's getting, like, where a lot of the struggles are. Uh, the mm. the electrical, uh, god damn it, the, the power plants. Hydroelectric. Hydroelectric? Not hydroelectric. Well, some hydroelectric, uh, some coal power producers, uh, a lot of them are struggling with uh, the access to their water. So because of this, there's widespread power outages that the authorities are trying to respond to by clamping down on the industrial consumption, which is leading to major disruptions in the Chinese manufacturing. Mm. So because the U.S. imports so much manufactured goods from China, which uh, according to this article includes 70% of all Walmart store merchandise... (laughs) Yeah. 40% of the clothing sold domestically. Uh, that's a problem. Oh, yeah. So not only can we not get it to where it needs to go, but now they're not even producing it. They're not even producing it. Damn. Yeah, so this uh, this could be something to keep an eye on. Maybe shows a little bit of the weakness of the, author- of the authoritarian 
government like stepping in and being like, we'll solve this with this single answer. Well, I mean, that works for China, not necessarily for the rest of the world. Well, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, like the, the weakness is, is China maybe has made a bad, bad fix. Yeah. <laughs> China's per capita water availability is one fourth of the global average and nearly 700 million citizens live in regions considered highly water stressed. Wow. Uh, also, according to this too, groundwater depletion has been so significant in the areas around Beijing that parts of the city are falling into the earth by more than 14 centimeters a year. 14 centimeters a year? Yeah, that's, that's crazy. So a half a foot. That's insane. Well, yeah, about, about four and a half, five inches, almost half a foot. It's yeah, can foot. you think about your house sinking half a foot in a year? Yeah. Wow. That is remarkable. Wow, they're just sinking. Is it because they're taking all the water yeah. out of the ground? Putting it in? Yes, exa- that's exactly what it is. Whoa. Wow. What, was it uh, Battlefield Earth, the, the Cyclos, did that to their home planet? <laughs> they just took everything out of the ground until it imploded. Well, that was mining, yeah. Same, same thing. You're taking, taking water, taking minerals, eventually. Some upstart kid's going to send a nuclear bomb through the teleporter. God, I wasted a good one for the the phone call gag. Damn it. Oh, yeah, you did. All right. Start the show over, Kyle. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Back it up. All right. What what other stories you got? Um, I had one that really caught my eye. Uh, Apparently, thanks to a new rule from the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau, debt collectors can now contact you on social media. I mean, is that going to do them any good? Well, they can now say, we know you read it because there's red receipts. And I'm, I doubt Facebook's going to side with the user. Uh, that's a good point. If you need another reason to get off social media, ugh, that's a big one to me. Yeah, because the debt collection laws say that they have to reach you, right? Yeah, but I mean, okay, so there's been a couple of times I've actually gone to collection, but that's only because I kept forgot about something. Mm. or moved and like the last bill didn't get paid like they'll call me i'll answer i'll talk to them and yeah. I'll, tell, I'll hang up on them and then i'll call the people that actually owe the money to and then settle it with them and settle it with them like this they call you anytime they want they can demand whatever they want and just ignore them i don't think it's like uh like getting served papers yeah 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 it's not like, like they're not papers. taking it to court right i once uh made the mistake of paying the debt collector and oh, you never pay that bastard. Never, never pay the debt collector. I paid the, it was like a $200 like urgent care bill that I had insurance mm-hmm. at the time and I thought the insurance covered it and it didn't. Yeah, and, and I paid the debt collector and it took seven years. That's on your credit score for It took years. seven yep. fucking years to get off my credit score where if I'd paid the actual, like I'd driven down to the urgent care center and paid them, it wouldn't, it wouldn't have stayed. Yeah. I made the mistake of paying a debt collector once when I was really young, and this was because I didn't know it was the debt collector. And I didn't really know any better. I think mm-hmm. I told my mom, and it's like she freaked out because she's really good at knowing about credit scores and all that shit. And I, had, I was on the phone calling the actual company. I didn't end up paying it twice. I was like, all right, screw it. <laughs> <laughs> Let me cover my bases here. It's it's worth keeping my credit score intact. Yeah, to to pay an extra hundred dollars to the right person. Right. Yeah, if you get a if you get a call from a debt collector, I mean, yeah, they could be annoying, but fuck them. Yeah, well, now they can flood your Facebook Facebook message box. Yeah. You can block people on Facebook. <laughs> I'm willing to bet money. I will bet you now if you'll take it. And I don't think you will. Facebook will have a special set. They'll, they'll have a special uh, title category, whatever, for debt collectors where you can't block them. You, you can't, like, it makes sure you read them. Like, trust me, Facebook's going to side with the debt collectors on this one. I, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised with that. Sons of bitches. <laughs> hey, Kyle, ask, ask me what I think about Facebook. Uh, fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> fuck them, that's what I think. Oh, well, that's great. Yeah, if you're, if you're, if you are a debt collector, wait, hang on, if you are a debt collector, uh, take note from what we talked about earlier with the great resignation and quit that shit job. And do yeah. something good. Do something good, right? Right? Yeah. That's all I have to say about that. Right, Jesus. They, yeah, and there are plenty of jobs where you can be doing something good. Yeah. Yeah. 
All right. Well, I, I've got a couple other news stories, but they're stock specific. I don't know if we're talking about them here or, or later. Nope. Next segment. Next segment. Okay. Well, you got any uh, any more news stories for us? No, I'm tapped. I had those two those two big ones, the ones that stuck out to me. Oh man. Well, I think. God, I feel like we need one more at least just to to pad the the segment, right? What? So you can so you can edit it more. <laughs> Touche. All right. We Moving might actually on. keep this below an hour, like you want. <laughs> This is far too early to move on. <laughs> What's just wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> when you're making a ton of money, trading all them stocks and options and futures, what are you going to do with all that profit? Uh, I'll let you know when I have it. <laughs> <laughs> I know what I'd like to do with it. Oh, yeah. And that would be probably buy some real estate. Oh, yeah. And we happen to know somebody who's really good at facilitating loans real estate loans i don't know if you're aware of this kyle uh no do tell some loans are just a big mistake and up over your head drowning in those rates and fees someone left unsaid this is the right kind of lender to find the thing that fits your needs and you just have to call her Cause you know that she was born to be She's a loan maker, dream banker Dead saver, won't you call her up and see She's a loan maker, dream banker Dead saver, won't you call her up Two Bulls in a China Shop <laughs> is proudly sponsored by Sue Pullen at Fairway Independent Mortgage and Equal Housing Lender. Sue Pullen is a certified mortgage advisor uh, she just does such a great job focusing on helping the individual, assessing their needs and and explaining their options and hooking them up with the right mortgage product. She's got over 20 years experience helping thousands of people, whether it's purchasing, refinancing. She'll even do a reverse mortgage if it's right. I mean, I personally don't think it will be, but it could be. I don't know. Sue will know better than me. Uh, Dan, no, no, no. <laughs> the reverse mortgages these days are awesome. I can't wait really? till I can get mine. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> there you go, folks. <laughs> Learning something new every day. Uh, Sue will help you with all that stuff. She's licensed in 27 states. So uh, reach out, see what Sue could do for you. Best way to reach her, just give her a call, 520-977-7904. Or you can write her an email, S-P-U-L-L-E-N at fairwaymc.com. That's S-Pullen at fairwaymc.com. Fairway Independent Mortgage has an MLS number, 2289. Sue Pullen has an MLS number, 206048. That email again is spullen at fairwaymc.com and that phone number, 520-977-7904. Reach out to Sue and see what she can do for you. For you. All right, Two Bulls in a China Shop is also proudly affiliated, dare I even say partnered, <gasps> with the Trade Pro Academy. I don't know if we're partnered yet. George said it first. I think it's okay. Oh, did he? No, he, he called us partners to oh. uh, his marketing group, yeah. Oh, fuck Trade yeah. Trade Pro Academy is an educational platform that offers institutional trader development programs and new and experienced independent traders. Got a great staff of highly knowledgeable, successful traders. There's just no better place that we've found to learn everything that you need to know to be successful. Mm -hmm. Find them online at tradeproacademy.com or you can use our affiliate link in the episode description or even better, you can join our Discord and get access to our 10% exclusive discount link. Secret exclusive. And we know that's exclusive because I've heard George multiple times say that he does not give out discounts. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So if we managed to swing, swindle one past him until he realizes that we're going to keep promoting it. <laughs> <laughs> we just keep them jokes coming and he doesn't have time to think about what's happening. Well, what we know is that he's not listening. <laughs> <laughs> when, he, when he finally ends up filling in for one of us as a guest host, we make him read that. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Oh, oh, yes. Oh. Uh, yeah, maybe I do need to take next week off. <laughs> no, it's my turn. It's my turn. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Whew. Should we move on? Talk about some stocks? Uh, yeah. You say you want a ticker that wins. The bell just rung. It's time to get in. Ups, drivers, wild drops, drivers, great. 
I should probably load all the charts on TradingView of the stocks I'm about to talk about. That might be smart. Uh, probably. Why don't you? Uh, why don't you go first? Because I only have one story. Okay. And that way we keep the symmetry. The the bigger bigger of my two stories, I think, is uh, Nvidia. Mm-hmm. They have been trying to acquire British chip technology provider ARM ARM with an eighty billion dollar deal. Uh huh. Was is that the deal with the like the programmable semiconductor logic? Kind of like what, like remember AMD when they purchased uh, Xilinx? Yeah, like I think they were doing that in response to Nvidia making this purchase. Yes, yeah. ARM licenses ARM licenses its chip architecture and blueprints to like mm-hmm. Apple and Qualcomm and Samsung. They are currently owned by Japan's SoftBank. Okay, and eighty billion dollars is a pretty good price tag for that. Uh, yeah, it's it's speculated that if ARM did an IPO, it would not reach an, anything close to an eighty billion dollar valuation. So, <laughs> well, the headline says forty billion deal. I'm looking at the Reuters story. I don't know. It says eighty billion. Reuters, 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 whatever. <laughs> it's German. It's German. <laughs> so this is December second. The FTC sued to block the acquisition. Um, and Why is it? That's so weird. Well, it's it's saying that uh, it would give one of the largest chip companies, NVIDIA, control over computing technology and designs that competitors rely on to develop their own competing chips. Okay. Apple, Qualcomm, Samsung. Well, sucks to be them. <laughs> so should we break up ARM then too? Because everybody's dependent on them now. Right. <laughs> and they're not even public yet. <laughs> like, where break do you them stop? Up. Yeah. I'm looking forward to a day when we got mom and top mom and pop semiconductor manufacturers. Why does this say eighty billion in the story? But then if you look at the headline or the the link, it says Oh, the link does say forty billion. I don't know. But it's, it says eighty billion twice in the story, so Yeah, I'll go with that. Um I remember it being very big. So it's it's been, well, forty billion, eighty billion, they're both astronomical to me. Yeah. <laughs> More than I have. Uh, NVIDIA has been riding highs, right? They're doing just fine on their data center business and on the growth of their data center business. They will have a fee, uh, but it's, it's something like 1.25 billion if the deal doesn't close, uh, which Mm. I think is really, really strange. Um, I mean, I'm sure many people in business are like, well, that's common, but, uh, (laughs) like Kyle, uh, it's like Ernest I'm going to buy your house, but and if I decide not to, yeah. I'll give you ten grand. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly how it works. Yeah, it's called okay. Ernest. Well, I guess money. it's you like the options a, contract. <laughs> They're paying one point two five billion for the right, <laughs> but not the obligation. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, okay, so um, uh, I guess to 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 round up the story, uh, an analyst with a company called Bernstein. Uh, named Stacy Razgon has said nobody thinks the deal is going to close. The data center story, the data center story, has been really been playing out. The software narrative has become a bigger piece of the story. I'd love to see this deal, but I don't think they need it. When did this story come out? December second. Yeah, December second. Yeah, it looks like uh, stock's been selling off since then. Oh, oh yeah. Looking looking at the the price. Yep. Yeah, and 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 pretty decent volume too. Uh, it hit its uh, yeah, all time. It hit its all time high on November twenty second. That all time high being three hundred forty six dollars forty seven cents. Uh, it came came down, popped up, did not hit a new high, and now it's making a new low. So I don't know. I I really like two ninety two as support. Uh, yeah, I got one right around there at this price. It's two eight two eighty eight and a half. Yeah, that's where I got mine, but that's just on the Wix. But man, if that uh, if that fails, uh, that could be uh, could be quite a fall. Yeah, I I mean, even they even got a little little bit of a, a gap from the beginning of November. Mm-hmm. Minor support at at like the two hundred fifty dollar area. I think the main the next main support comes in right before that volume hump, uh, right around two thirty. Yeah, yeah, two thirty under that. Well, 300 is going to be a huge level just because it's a psychological level. I think if that falls, then yeah, your first target's probably spot on. 
And if it can't catch support there, that's kind of like last chance before we really dump. Yeah. Well, with with these major with these big cap companies too, like let's not discount the uh, the hundred day moving average as as a potential support. Hmm. It's currently at uh, two hundred forty three. We'll see where it's at as as Nvidia continues. Um, I don't see this slowing down its downward trend. Right. Not at the moment. So uh, we're watching. Remember. Remember, though, just because you think something doesn't mean it's going to happen. Let it play out. No, I made, a, I made a vision board of the stock chart, and that's what's going to happen. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> other, <laughs> other big stock story I want to talk about, this is the main one that was on my plate, was uh, Twitter. Jack Dorsey just unexpectedly deciding he doesn't want to be running the company anymore. Which, considering that he was kind of viewed as like a hands-off leader, I don't really think there's much difference. In fact, honestly, I don't really see this as anything but good. I mean, mm. we've been pretty critical of Dorsey in general just because he's kind of an idiot. Yeah. But <laughs> Twitter, I think, is one of like, the worst-run social media companies out there. Like, worse than Facebook, in my opinion. Like, you can't even give them money. Like, we tried to advertise with them, but something happened like oh. a year ago. And you have nobody to talk to. There's no support chat. There's no. There's nobody. Nobody that you can go to resolve that. So I can't even give them money if I wanted to. That is true, and that's really sad. That's ridiculous for a company. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. They've uh, they've been really selling off. Uh, But the story that I got is actually the new CEO that took over. He's really uh, starting to to put together some changes like quickly. I think he's already. uh, He's already put two new executives in. Or he's gotten rid of two new executives. Or uh, the head of engineering, Michael Montano, and chief design officer Daniel Davis have stepped down as part of the reshuffling. As will the company's head of people, Jennifer Christie. So he's saying uh, uh, in an email obtained by the Washington Post, he said that he will focus on clear decision making, increased accountability, and faster execution. So we're making a number of organizational and leadership changes to, to best position us to achieve our goals. We've all discussed the critical need for more operational rigor, and it must start from the top. Okay. Wow. Sounds like he's gung ho and ready to go. I uh, remember when we talked to who was it that we talked to that said that he didn't believe a turnaround in a company could happen unless there was actually change in the leadership. Oh, change, change bridge. That was Ross Klein, right? Yeah, Ross Klein. Yeah, uh, this is uh, this is that moment right there. It looks like to me. Yeah. Now, I mean, the sell off is happening. It's it's really dumping. I mean, it's down at forty two as we're recording this. Uh, I wouldn't try to catch that falling knife, but I would be watching some certain areas to see if maybe we can catch some support around there. What are your areas, Kyle? Well, I'm pulling up the chart right now, and I'm looking at this huge volume node going back over the last three years at 32, 33 area. Starts around 35. Uh, there's another little node right around 40, but I, I don't know that 40 is going to hold. I think 40 is your first area to watch, and then uh, you know, 36 to 32. Is the next area? Yeah. If it can't catch support around thirty-two, then I'd be really worried. I got, I got, uh, I, I definitely feel you. I feel like it's right at uh, one of the one of the lines at, at forty-two right now. Yeah, like it's right really, there. Yeah, like this Very, is a decisive moment right now. Uh huh. And then, and then, yeah, I, I agree with you. Uh, well, I say my my next range would be thirty-five half to thirty-six half that area. Yeah. But below that, it's just like 27 half and then, <laughs> and then 20, you know? <laughs> well, I just see there's been a lot of volume traded between 28 and, and 36, 35 half or 35, 35 and 28, like uh, somewhere in that range is if it, if that can't hold there, then there's uh, yeah, abandoned ship. Yeah. It has not had a great month. <laughs> it's about time. I can hate Twitter. It is looking a little oversold on the RSI, but, you know, they can always sell more. Yeah, but remember, news trumps technicals. And that's it big sure news. does. Even though Dorsey's, I mean, I don't know what he's resi- resigning for. Oh, he's going to run a crypto, isn't he? Something, some new crypto company. Wasn't that like his passion project? I'm just, I assume it's hamster coin. You're right. <laughs> You'd have to. <laughs> Has to be, right? Has to be. Fucking hamster coin. Yeah. So... Short Twitter, if you can. <laughs> this is not a recommendation to do that. This anything. is not a recommendation. Kyle's telling me, personally, he's saying. I, I think I Twitter. might be short in Twitter, the way I'm looking at this. I, I can't see I don't know. I don't know. why you wouldn't 
Um, if it breaks the $41 area and retests it on its way down, like on that, on that, uh, retest the, as it goes back up with the volume low, like, yeah, short, short that sucker. I don't even watch to see if it retests 45, 45 half. Yeah. And try and short it there. Yeah. The, the key is on those pullbacks, the volume will be going down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You need to see it retest with lower volume. That's, that's how you know the momentum's not behind it. Yeah. Yep. All right. Uh, I think the next stock on your list is the same one that was on my watch list. So I'll let you do the story then. Yes. Um, big news today came out about Peloton, Peton, one of the darlings of the shutdown, if you will, the at-home mm-hmm. fitness company. Deutsche Bank It has a <laughs> guy named Chris, well, I'll say it in German, Vorunka said his unemotional analysis suggests okay yeah yeah (laughs) his unemotional analysis no word on what his emotional analysis is right he he uh he's kind of rated a buy and uh with a price target of 76 (laughs) dollars in the next 12 months he's got 76 I don't know because I pulled up. It's like we both pulled up the chart right away, and we're like, "It's like right in the middle of a huge gap down." Like, yeah, <laughs> right. Like the thinnest spot on the volume profile. There's support level at eighty. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> no, I think what it is is he's using fundamental analysis, or as we look at technicals. Technically, yeah. I don't see anything that would support a seventy-six price target. And no. technically, I don't see anything that supports wanting to buy this stock right now. I've been, you know, I've had my eye on it since that big gap down from their terrible earnings call. I've even like been on Reddit and posting about it. Well, we, we talked about it on November 6th too. And I'll even, I'll, I'll kind of quickly briefly touch on what we said to watch for. We said that we didn't think it was done dropping on the 6th. I think it was trading. It was like the day after the gap, uh, right? Let's see. The fifth was the big gap. Yeah. The fifth was the gap down. Um, it was still above 50 at that point. I think we said to watch, I think 50 was our level actually. Yeah. We were watching for 50 to see if there was any strength coming in, people rushing to buy. And if not, then we were targeting a, a, a drop back down, uh, into those mid forties, possibly even the mid thirties. And right now it's trading at what? 43, 43 half, 42, 43. Yeah. Um, Still hey. haven't seen that strength yet, though. It's selling pressure that still looks really strong. It, yeah, it had one green candle day with solid, solid volume and immediately um, spent the next yeah. five days going down. <laughs> see, when you see that, that to me, I'm guessing, is all those people who were shorting it, <laughs> taking their profit. Right, buying it back, taking their profit. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think you're reloading to do it again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we'll see if uh, 41, 41 half holds as support. I doubt it. <laughs> I do too. I'm still, I'm eyeing 35, 34 half as the next level to see if it can hold. It, exactly. Exactly. I'm right there with you. Exactly. 30, 35, 36 zone. We'll see. I want to see it hit support and, and truly find it and then find a new high, pull back and not find a new low right if you look at it on the daily right now you'll see it kind of bouncing in a tight range i want to see that but i want to see the green bars on the volume i want to see those higher than the red bars while it's in that consolidation mode that's what i want to see before i try to jump in when i see it where the red bars are higher than the green bars that makes me want to sell it yep (laughs) should have got puts this morning jeez every stock that we've talked about exceptionally like the ones i bet on (laughs) yeah (laughs) done exactly what we said Keep keep that going, buddy. Keep that going. I hope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I got a couple other stocks that I wanted to quickly uh, look at if you yep. uh, if we if, have time. Yeah, we got time. All right. Uh, first one is Snapchat. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we were talking about this earlier. Uh, ticker Snap, S-N-A-P. Uh, I posted this on the Discord because um, I think when I was looking at it, it was sitting at a really key level of $48 roughly. Uh, 48.70, somewhere around there. But looking at it, going back to October, there's a major gap up that needs to be filled. And then there's also a giant gap from October this year above that needs to be filled. So the question I was asking is, which gap's going to fill first? <laughs> yeah. 
this looks to me like it broke that that level that we were watching came up. It's retested it, and I think it's setting up to fall some more. Volume's confirming that. Um, volume's increasing on the down candles. Uh, I don't think this one's done falling. And I don't think – I think I bought some puts with the $42 price target. Yeah. Because I think 40 is probably my first target. Yeah, I uh, I almost followed you on those those put calls. Well, if you would have waited an hour after I did, you would have gotten a better price. Uh, yeah, I see that last hour. <laughs> <laughs> trying to remember. I trying to. Oh, I got January. Okay, I did get January. I paid a little extra, some extra time, so in case it doesn't go my way, I can get out and not get wrecked on uh, time decay. Yeah, no that that is that is very important. Like buying right at Friday close is always scary to me now because of the weekend. I'm like, I don't know what's going to happen the fucking weekend. Well, I'm planning on swinging this. This is like a couple week play. Yeah. Um, less concerned about getting it exactly right, just as long as the whole idea plays out. Uh, the more I look at what we've been doing with this segment, like that seems to be the way to go. Yeah. You identify the play, get something that, you know, you're comfortable with letting ride for three weeks. And more often than not, it seems to be working out. Yeah, that's true. Uh, the other company that I was looking at was Roblox, RBLX ticker. Yeah. Um, this one gapped up real, this one really gapped up on its earnings on the 8th. I mean, look at that gap. That's from, Oof. let's say, 92 down to 80s. Yeah, went to 80, gapped up from 80 to 92. Yeah. Uh, it kind of, I mean, I don't know if you can call that a flag that it's in the pattern right now, but. I mean, volume in this whole area looks real thin. Look how much bigger the red candles are compared to the greens. I think if that 110 area doesn't hold, then uh, we may be seeing this come down, maybe start filling that gap here soon. Um, looking, it looks like the 20-day EMA is providing support. You see how it's just kind of like resting right underneath those last three-day candles? Mm-hmm. That's 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 what I'd be looking to break. Watching the twenty EMA. Yeah, only because it it it, it looks like it's holding support so well. Yeah, might as well. <laughs> it's the indicator fits. Might as well use it. <laughs> uh, that's all I got for stocks to watch. You got uh, any on your watch list? I do have a couple to watch. Um, see the the first one that I got my eye on. I've, I've been trying to look more towards things at all-time highs. So, and I even made an options play on, on a little bit of a fade on uh, PSTG, Pure Storage, Storage Center. PSTG. Uh, uh, yeah. They're still looking great on the weekly candles, but on the, on the daily, it's, you can see it's like, uh, it's, it's bull flagging. It's making a pendant. Double top. Double top. It's making it, was that a inverted triangle? But the, the, the green candle days are so it's much bigger. Ascending triangle. Ascending triangle. There we uh, go. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, green candle volume days are much, much bigger, and the red candle volume days are, are, are dropping off. Like I said, I, I mm-hmm. actually did make a play on the puts and made some money on them, but I think it ended up being more of a fade idea uh, looking at how it ended with the volume. So it does look like $30 held as support on Thursday. Uh, yep. you know, you know, Friday ended a down day. Uh, I expect it to be hitting new new all-time highs next week yeah if it uh i think if it pops that all-time high then yeah it's got some room to run uh do keep in mind though you do have a gap there so if that 30 dollar area does fail then uh you may be filling that gap from what is that 29 to down the 28 it's a dollar gap yeah well when i bought my puts that was my original idea was mm-hmm. that uh the green bar on thursday like the volume was so low. I was like, how is this? How is this a thing? You can see the the tail on today's candle. I I sold it maybe uh, towards the bottom of that tail. So I did make money before it moved back oh, up. Oh, so you did it perfect then. Yeah, you got a lot. <laughs> yeah, nailed that one. <laughs> I think we were talking earlier. I was like, I was really proud of my exit on that one. And I was using market structure to do it. I was not using my fucking gut, mm-hmm. you know? I was like, okay, yeah. <laughs> it's failing to make lower lows, but it's down there near there. I'm not going to bank that it's going to make lower lows the second time it tries, third time it right. tries. The uh, n- another one that caught my eye I was actually eating lunch with uh, with Ryan, one of our users on the Discord. People might remember him from helping me cook those wings on the Hot Wings Challenge. Yeah, I was showing him. Uh, we were looking at UMC, United Microelectronics, a uh, semiconductor company that broke into new highs this week on the the wick of the candle on december 1st a lot of volume on that too 
Yeah, right after a gap up. I honestly, I didn't check if there was any news or anything, but uh, I've I've got twelve dollars mapped out as a as a as a support level, and it does so far seem to be holding. The volume of the cells it, it did go down a little bit today, a half a percent <laughs> went down half a percent on lower than average volume. But what's cool about this one? Okay, look, you see the look at the days, the three days leading up to the big jump. Mm-hmm. And look how the volume is accelerating on those days. Yeah, this like is that's, this. That's yeah. almost. Yeah, that's exactly what you want to see. And then the the Doji candle. Exactly. This is why yeah. I was like, I, I when I found it, I was like, oh, this would be a good one to go over with Ryan, talking about technical analysis. Like I was explaining the Doji candle. And- so yeah, real quick for anybody who doesn't know what a Doji is, it's uh, when you're looking at the candles, uh, it's one that has like a very very thin body with really long tails. Uh, you can almost call that a, a spinning bottom. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I'll put a link to a description of that. You can also see that 20-day EMA kind of holding this support there too. Mm. So right now, the 20 DMA is actually lining up with one of my levels from the volume profile, 1150. So if 12 fails, I'm looking for 1150 to catch. And if it doesn't, then I'm looking uh, that I'm thinking it's going to get below 10 again. Uh, But Mm. since it's in all-time high territory, I've got a bullish bias. I would even say too; those two previous peaks back in March and May should provide a level of support too at eleven twenty-five. Yeah, I believe it or not, I drew three lines back in May, and one of them was that line connecting those peaks at, at eleven. Yep, eleven dollars thirty cents. And then I drew; I had one at nine seventy-five, and now my line is at nine ninety. So it's not. I was like, I felt pretty good about myself. It's like, hey, I was doing a good job finding those <laughs> levels. All right. Yeah, they still worked they, out pretty good. They fucking held up. It's amazing how that works, right? Yeah, if I bought when it broke out of the, that one level. Uh. Anyway, all right, we should uh, we should move <laughs> on because we are now starting to get long because we've just been talking about stocks forever. Yeah, I told you it happened. Yeah, well, you did. You did. Any earnings <laughs> coming up, Kyle? <laughs> nope. Awesome. I didn't even look. Yeah, I'm pretty well, sure it's dead week. <laughs> sounds good to me. And let's talk about some crypto. Let's do it. See the cult of cryptocurrency. I know you're greedy. I know you need. You need that Bitcoin, either NFT. Cult of cryptocurrency. All right, Kyle, what's your big story? Your big crypto story. I don't have one. Woo! Uh, they're all falling right now. <laughs> they're all falling right now, and it's kind of weird because uh, like the big thread on the table that's tanking the stock market is uh, the, the threat of raising interest rates because now that inflation is getting out of control. So you'd think that crypto would be benefiting yeah, from that. You would, it right? It doesn't seem to be right now. Uh, so I'm not sure why. If anybody knows, you know, message us, tell us. I would love to know. I, I did come across one story. I'll say this. Uh, on Coinbase, when things were selling off, the other day, I was like, all mm-hmm. right, let me transfer my, my shit into the US dollar coin. And I got charged $3 for every coin I transferred into US dollar coin from Coinbase. <laughs> oh, fuck you, Coinbase. <laughs> yeah, I I got to get off Coinbase. I'm going to go on Discord and start asking people like, what do you use and what are the fucking fees? Because I want something like a merit trade, damn it. Anyway. Right. I don't know that you're going to get anything like that. That's probably where that regulation is going to come in handy. <laughs> exactly. No, I did come across a story uh, <laughs> that Janet Yellen, the U.S. Treasury Secretary, has given her opinions on the potential of a digital dollar. Oh. But she hesitates. Yay. To make any oh. conclusions at this stage. Sounds like a government official. <laughs> right. <laughs> She's not formed a view on whether the Federal Reserve should create a digital dollar, but she reiterated that such a thing would uh, would need not only more research, but consensus among Congress, uh, the central bank, and the White House. So basically, I think Yellen said, I, we'll never get a digital dollar. <laughs> I don't understand the difference between that and like using credit cards. I mean, isn't that basically a digital dollar? I go right digital dollars every time I fill up my gas tank. Look, you go to your bank, they don't have their entire set of assets in the vaults. In fact, that's part of what led to the financial crisis was the uh, the liquidity lending requirements. <laughs> or like how, yeah, how much they're uh how much they have to keep on hand. Mhm. Mhm. Something like 31, I think during the 
peak of the crisis. The the downside to, I should say, in contrast, one of the Fed Reserve governors, uh, Leo Brainerd, President Biden's choice for vice chair of the Fed, is, is calling for urgency to step up mm-hmm. making a digital dollar. And she brings up very good points of China and other nations developing their own central bank digital currencies. And she's saying it's a race to the top and we should we should at least start running <laughs> to win the race. <laughs> like, it's time to stop stretching and analyzing the track. Let's just go ahead and start running. But, right. you know, people, uh, you know, it's stuff. Go- if, if the United States governing system is known for one thing, it's expediency. Expediency, expediency. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, Jerome Powell said there's no need for the central bank to hurry. No, no need for the central bank. <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. You've missed your, your punctuation there, Jerome. Uh, yeah. yeah. So the Fed's not rushing to do it. They may be talking about it, but they're, okay. they, it's so I'm actually getting more and more bullish on crypto. Like the more the news comes out, things like this, I read this and I'm like, oh, we're not going to get a digital dollar. Well, I better put some more money in fucking Ethereum then. Right. Uh, yeah. I'm starting to really like Ethereum. The more as we're doing these uh, year end review, mm-hmm. uh, or talking to these guests for the, the special, uh, all the crypto ones seem to really like Ethereum. Yeah. Yeah, well, especially they since they're 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 going to roll out the proof of stake instead of uh, proof of work. Mm-hmm. That's going to be way better for the environment. That's going to alleviate a lot of the the concerns like Norway and Sweden have about how mm. uh, much energy it wastes. Uh, uh, that'll be that'll be good. Yep. <sighs> All right, Dan. Go, motherfucker! Ah, uh, I was wondering how long I can wait before I could say it and still win. Yeah, I know. I could tell. I was like, he's getting cocky. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Man, I don't know that I had very much good this week. I think my only good was my sim trading. (laughs) Oh, well, how how was your sim trading? How'd that go? Well, the difference, I think, with sim trading and real trading is that, you know, they're you don't really worry about the losses because they're not real. Yeah. So like you take one bad trade, like, okay, whatever. You take another bad trade. Okay, whatever. You take another trade and it's good. And like, boom, now you're up up for the day. Yeah. But whereas when you're, you know, when it's live, like suddenly it becomes a lot harder to pull the trigger on that third time. Yes. When you know the setup is there and you shouldn't be focused on the results. You should just be focusing on the setup. So I think, I mean, I did really well with the sim, did really bad with the, uh, with the live, which is my bad for the week. So uh, to recap all that, I think I might have to step down to the micros just to practice with something on the table, but not something that's going to blow my account out. That's what I found is valuable to me. I trade way differently, mm-hmm. even one micro. You know, that's what I all week, all this week, I've been live with one micro when I'm live, mm-hmm. uh, and it's it's been a much better week for me. Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Way different than when I'm like I was. Trying, anyway, I'll get to that in my. In my I keep ugly. bouncing back and forth between the micros and the full minis, and I think I, I think for the next month, I think I just need to stick with micros, and that's it. Yeah, yeah, not a bad thought. Not a bad thought. Yep. So, what was your good and bad? My good was uh, I I started doing better at with my options trading making a plan based on the chart mm-hmm. and and using market structure to plan my entries and exits. I I sold some OGI puts. You can get on the, the Discord server under Kyle and Dan Trades and check out the chart, very chart I was looking at uh, when I bought those puts and I sold them today at about a 12% profit. Uh, not bad. Not, bad, not, not bad. bad for a couple of days. And then I did the same thing we, yeah. I, I alluded earlier, the PSTG puts. I saw the, it, w- it was a, kind of a tweezer top and I was like, oh well, this might not be a long term thing. It's got that gap. It's got a lot of short potential. And I ended up just fading mm-hmm. it uh and, and selling those for money just based on the market structure. And and that that was very reaffirming that 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 really that was a good good win for 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 Team Dan and, and psychologically. There you go, Dan. Uh, what was your sure. bad? Um my my bad, I gotta say, is um I still, I'm still way too emotionally on the roller coaster. (laughs) uh, I'm still tying my ego and sense of ego to my success instead of just focusing on the process. 
That's so hard to not do, though. It's so hard. But yeah. Hey, hey, we got Rich Friesen coming up. I bet he has some tips for I you. really uh, am very much going to want to be picking his brain for that very thing. Yes. Uh-huh. I'll Go be hard. taking notes, too, because I think we all struggle with that. Yeah, I don't know how you couldn't. <laughs> Everybody's yeah. we're all We are all human. And if you're not, reach out. I want to interview you. <laughs> I'd love to talk to a trading robot or an algorithm. God damn it, Kyle, it's all ones and zeros. I can't make sense of what this bot is saying. Oh. Anyway, what, what was your ugly? Um, I don't know that I really had an ugly because I was able to shut everything down before it got terrible. Okay. So I think I'm going to have to punt on that because it never really, got, okay. never really got really out of control. I had an ugly and it happened today. Uh, oh. I started the, the morning all gung-ho. Um, I was using these MACD indicators for futures trading and I was like, okay, I'm going to test this. I'm going to make these kinds of trades and we'll see how it goes. Mm -hmm. And maybe an hour in, I shit you not, we're sitting there and we're talking on the Discord channel and I'm trading and I'm like, oh, okay, uh, this hasn't been working for me. So instead of like sitting back and trying to refine the process and be like, well, I should still be using these zones and and, doing it right. I just started, I was sim trading all day. And because I was sim, I was like, oh, all three of these MACDs are crossed above positive. So I'm just going to smash the market by. And I think my mic gets my micro SIM account hit a point where it was down $2,000. Oh my God. So let that be a lesson to all you futures traders out there. You still can lose money, significant money on the micros. <laughs> oh, oh, well, and I guess I did want my one takeaway was like, even if I'm selling as it's dropping, mm-hmm. when it's dropping, there are real or large orders pushing it down, large market orders pushing it down. So like I'm market selling, mm-hmm. but by the time I get the contract, it's already at it's- lower than where it was when I hit market sell. Right. And I'm, yep. somebody market buys, pushes it right back up. I get stopped out. And then it goes right back down again. So it's a (laughs) terrible, terrible method. Uh, Don't recommend it. (laughs) Yeah. I actually think I'm going to start playing around with trying some different stop placements instead of going for the, uh, like the seven ticks or the five ticks that we've been using Mm -hmm. with the two point take profit. I might try doing like a three to five point stop loss. Yeah. uh, Just so if I'm, you know, a lot of times I seem like I've got the right idea. It just doesn't quite execute the way I want it to. Yeah. Uh, but I think before I can do that, I got to get a lot better at hitting that scratch button. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I mean, me too. So maybe that's something I can work on when I'm, when I'm fooling around with those micros. Yep. Yes, sir. Shall we, uh, shall we make a bet? Right. Can I bow on it? I think so. Let's do it. Okay, well, you get to go first, buddy. J G E. Sorry, ah, I know that hurt. <laughs> <laughs> it's worse because I bought calls on it on Friday. Oh yeah. <laughs> God, there's so many things I want to short. Oh yeah, there's plenty of shorting opportunities out there. I really just want to short Roblox. Yeah. All right. I think I think I'm gonna do that and place a uh, put my stop at one twenty one fifty. You got you got to take profit. Uh, say a hundred dollars, fifty percent. I I I like it. I think uh, I think you're gonna do very well with that. Maybe we'll make it a hundred and five cents. Oh, <laughs> there just you. to make sure, because that's a very <laughs> big psychological number, just in case. <laughs> Might not actually touch it. And then uh, also, if it does hit my take profit, then my stops go into my entry. All right. All right, that's that's written in pen. You can't go back on that now. I don't want to. Okay, good. What are you taking? Good. Mm, I got so many choices. There are literally thousands of equi- equities to choose from. I know. As the random can attest to. I kind of, I, I I really like UMC. I do too. I think I got, I'm kind of scared that it's going to fill that gap at the beginning of the week and then shoot up. Yeah. 
Like, I think it's going to find support at 11.50. All right. So I guess I guess what I'll do is, uh, you know, fuck it. Uh, bets are, are, are for having fun, right? I'm going to I'm going to yeah. go long, long UMC and I'll put a stop at 1125. Wow. OK. Um, because if because I think 1150 is the next support. So if gotcha. it, if it fills that gap, I, ex- I still expect it to end the week uh, breaking a new high at 13. That's uh, a lot to happen in a week. But this thing's moving a lot right now. Yeah. All right. We got a we got a random. All right. Uh, one or two? One. All right. And one through 12? 11. Ooh, New York Stock Exchange Technology. HubSpot. H-U-B-S. Hubs. Hubs, yes. Oh, it touched its 100-day EMA today. Um, that 735 area looks like it held really nice today. I mean, it really dipped below, but it shot right back up to it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it touched that 100-day moving average and whoop, shot right back up. Yeah. Hey, this one's been on a nice run. All right, Random, we did it again. Please, please, we need some more user-submitted ones. This is demoralizing. <laughs> uh, there's a nice gap there at uh, 622. I was just cl- drawing a line right there. <laughs> I zoomed yeah. out and I was like, oh, look at that. This has been following really solid market structure since... Uh, yeah, March of 2020, when it was at 71, and it now is at 745. So you know, thousand percent gain. Options will be really expensive on this, though. But hmm. man, imagine buying a leap in March 2020. <laughs> Jesus, no. <laughs> you can do it all right. Blow out your whole account in one contract. <laughs> right. Oh. Okay, so uh, you think it's uh, long? I mean, that's what I would pick. Yeah, it's long. After a day like today. Okay, well, there you have it, folks. Kyle's got Roblox. I got United Micro Conduct- United Microelectronics UMC. Corporation, UMC. And uh, Random is busting out the HubSpot, H-U-B-S. Stay tuned next week. We'll let you know how the very first bet of December, ta- how it goes, where it takes us. Oh, yeah, we got to do a monthly review, too. Oh, shit. We got a monthly review coming up. Okay. Yeah, All right. Someone's going to get some consequences. I got some good choices for you, Wait, too, this month. What? What consequences? Yeah. For what? Kind of, kind of brushed over that, and <laughs> we talked about the results. Oh, shit. <laughs> I, well, you know, I was just trying to weasel out of it. That's all. He almost did. <laughs> so close. You know, if... Uh, if NNDM would have put you in the lead, I think you, I think I might have felt guilty of taking that. I probably would let. I probably would have said no bet. I let you talk me out of it. Yeah, um, I know, but I still, I, I still would have felt really bad. That would have felt like cheating. <laughs> well, yeah. No, notice how hard I, I try to talk you out of your bet picks. It's because you don't make bad ones. You and I'm, all, I'm all like Babe Ruth swinging, calling shots, swinging that, over the fence. Man, like I get one win a week. It just happens to be good enough to not blow out everything because i put really tight stops you're right i got one win a month i mean yeah 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 all right well we'll we'll see with this if you that holds in december we'll be back with month in review very soon we'll let you know what those consequences are for me yours truly very very sad that i have another one but it, it can't be a mustache so that's that's a positive no it uh, cannot be a mustache <laughs> although it could be <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, not, not happening. Not doing that again. All right, folks. No, no, until okay. next time, right. happy trades. All right, bye. <laughs>
Hopefully this is the last time you'll hear this ad. Because with Chime checking account features like fee-free overdraft up to $200 with SpotMe and getting paid up to two days early with direct deposit, you can probably treat yourself to an ad-free upgrade to spend more time listening to your favorite podcasts or at least grab yourself an extra morning latte this month. Join millions of Chime members who work on their financial progress with fee-free overdraft and no monthly fees. When you find new ways to save, you can reach your financial goals easier and still have the occasional treat. Take more control of your finances and say goodbye to monthly fees. Open your account in minutes at Chime.com goals 24. That's Chime.com goals 24. Chime. Feels like progress. Banking services and debit card provided by Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. Members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com disclosures for details.